Hey mamas, you're listening to the Balanced Working Mama podcast, the only podcast teaching you how to balance your work, motherhood, and wellness. I am Dr. Amber Thornton, clinical psychologist and mama wellness consultant. Each week we dive into tips and strategies and much more so that you too can become a balanced working mama. Let's dive in. Hey mamas, we are here with the season finale of season two of the Balanced Working Mama podcast. The season finale, episode 20. We have completed season two and wow, here we are again. Um, wow, it's amazing that this always goes so fast. I'm also really proud of the podcast and um, the fact that we have 20 episodes under our belt. Um, we have a pretty decent um, listenership and, you know, really reaching out and connecting mama. So I just love this. I love this podcast. I love all of you that listen and are connecting other mamas to it. And I just want to thank you. But then also just kind of like say, hey, y'all, we did it. We made it. Season two. So let's check in. Oh, man. Um, It's been an interesting week, you all. It's definitely been an interesting week. Um, I will just say that um, today, part of my heart is a little heavy because I have definitely had friends who are experiencing the deaths of their parents because of COVID. And um, I've had, I've had three friends so far and lost a total of four parents. And it's really just, it's sad. And I think, you know, it's just a sobering reminder of there's still a lot of really hard things going on for so many of us. Many of us are very lucky and fortunate to not have been touched with illness or sickness or anyone in our family be ill or sick. Um, You know, others of us have not been so lucky. Um, There's just so much going on, and I just want to acknowledge that, and I'm feeling it today. I'm definitely thinking of my friends and my loved ones who have lost people um, because it's, it's unfair. It's unfair, and I feel angry for them, and I just feel really sad for them as well. So definitely if anyone is experiencing um, tragedy and loss right now, just know that I'm thinking about you. I hope that you don't feel alone. I'm hoping that um, healing and peace will come your way soon. Um, But just know that that's definitely something on my mind. Um, But then also this week, um, things have just been kind of upside down around here. Um, My son's daycare actually ended up closing for the week because of two positive COVID cases. And I talked about this on Instagram for those of you who follow me on Instagram. Um, Luckily for us, um, my son was not directly exposed. He tested negative for COVID. All is well with us. Um, But again, it's just a reminder of nothing's normal yet. Nothing, nothing. And so, um, you know, the decision to send him back to daycare is tough. You know, we are going to send him back and we're just continuing to hope and pray that we are protected and um, people stay as safe as possible. But anyone having to make these hard decisions right now, just know I'm thinking about you and I hope you don't feel alone. You know, this is hard. Um, Feel free to reach out to me. Feel free to reach out to another mom who might also be experiencing it. You all are not alone. Um, 
But in some brighter news, you know, with all of that, what's really bringing me joy is knowing that there is a space called Balance Working Mama, and it has been so impactful for so many mothers. I don't think that it was an accident that this really came um, out of some of the chaos and and struggles that people are experiencing because of the pandemic, because I think for so long, many of us knew that the way that we were operating and showing up in motherhood was not manageable. Um, We needed more help. We needed to be able to ask for the support we needed. We wanted to be able to have more time for ourselves and fully live in all of our identities. We wanted to be able to have all these boundaries, all these things that we wanted and we knew it wasn't happening. But what I believe happened for so many of us is that the pandemic came and it really put a spotlight on all those those areas and said, hey, you got to fix this now. You have to fix this now because things are going to get worse. Things are uncertain right now. Things are very chaotic. And guess what? You need some help. Um, So many of the moms who have participated in the Empower Wellness Program or have connected with Balanced Working Mama in some capacity, that has been their experience, knowing that things weren't okay, but they thought they could manage. And then the pandemic came and it was just like, no, I need this help now. And now... You know, they are so much better for it. And I feel honored and blessed to be able to be a part of that experience and watch other moms and help other moms, all the while knowing that we absolutely need to support each other. We need to be there for one another. I love the community that we are building, and I hope that it continues to grow because things are not easy right now. So um, that's what's on my mind, you all. Otherwise, we're doing good. I also announced, I guess I haven't shared this on the podcast just yet, baby number two is a girl, y'all. Oh my gosh, it's a girl. <laughs> baby number two is a girl. So if you haven't heard that news, surprise, um, she will be here in April. And I also am just really in the process of wrapping my mind around what it means for me to have a daughter, to raise another Black girl and have her become a Black woman. And oh, there's a lot of mixed feelings about that. So I guess that should be a podcast episode for season three. I haven't wrote that down yet, but let me put that in there because there's so much I have to say about that. Um, so I'm excited for baby girl to come. Um, you know, just feeling a lot of feelings today, but all the while, I am so glad that y'all are listening today. I hope that you all are doing well. And let me tell you a little bit about today's podcast episode. So Because we are in the end of season two, today I wanted to bring on a few of the mamas who have participated in the Empower Wellness Program. They were so gracious and um, came on the podcast to share their experience of what it was like for them to participate, what they loved about the program, and why they think that you should also participate. So I hope you enjoy this episode. It features five of my favorite mamas who participated in this most recent Empower Wellness Program. For those of you who are considering joining, I want you to know that as of today, and today is Sunday, December 6th, you have about two more weeks to register for the program. Registration is open. There are a few more slots left, and you can register at www.balancedworkingmama.com. Registration for Empower Wellness Program closes on Friday, December 18th, and we will get started during the first week of January of 2021. So this is a perfect opportunity to really get some things in order for you so that 2021 can look a lot different than the 
past years have for you. And I'm so excited to be a part of that and with you for that. So um, I hope you all enjoy this episode today and cheers to season two. Alrighty, so we have a few of the moms from the Empower Wellness Program, and I'm very, very excited to have them because um, we completed the program a few weeks ago, and um, well, let's see, we completed the program a few weeks ago, but they started in October, so I'm so happy to be here with them today. It's kind of been like bittersweet with them ending because I know that they're doing well, but like also every Sunday or every Tuesday, I'm always like, oh, we're supposed to be meeting today. (laughs) And it just feels weird. But either way, I'm so happy to have these mamas here today to talk about their experience of the Empower Wellness Program. So I would love for you all to let us know your name, what you do for a living, and maybe a little bit about how many children you have and or how long you've been a mom. Okay, I guess I can start. Hi, I'm Marjorie. I am a associate professor um, in the council and uh, the director of the counseling program at Heidelberg University. Um, and I have a son who is almost two years old and that's my only child. Hello, my name is Brittany and I am, oh, I had to think about what I do. <laughs> I am a school counselor for middle and high school. I also own my own private practice that I do as well. And I have a two and a half year old who will soon be three, which is crazy. Hello, my name is Ashley Shivers and I am a mental health counselor. I currently work in a substance abuse uh, rehab facility and I am a first time mama of a 14 month old daughter. I'll go next. (laughs) My name is Ivy Terry. I am a business and planning associate for the American Psychological Association in Washington, D.C. I have two bonus sons. They're nine and ten, and I've officially been a bonus mom for two years now. I'm Megan, and I am an academic advisor for transfer students in a school of nursing um, at a university here in Alabama, and I've got three kids. I've got a four-year-old daughter, a three-year-old son, and a 19-month-old daughter. I think for me, like, I remember when you first started, you know, the first round of it, and I was very intrigued, and I was like, oh, I definitely feel like I need this. I felt like I was just kind of struggling, like, with it, and I can't even remember when you started your very first round I'm trying to think of like where I was at specifically Dr. Amber can you remind me of like it was July so the very first one started in July and we started to like talk about it and promote it um basically like end of May May. so like yeah end of May early July okay yeah and that actually makes perfect sense I had to jog my memory but like it was during that time when there was a lot of transition for me as far as Uh, the job that I had beforehand and I just kind of felt a little overwhelmed but I was very interested in in joining just because I love anything that brings people together I think support especially motherhood is super important and I was like oh I want to do it but I just feel like really overwhelmed I just didn't feel like it was the right time Um, but when you said, Hey, I'm doing this again, you know, starting in October, I was like, Oh, I have to do it this time. Just because if I put this off, I'm never going to do it. And I just wanted to do more things to focus on my self-care and just growing. I think the pandemic has really 
brought a lot of like healing and, and growing. And I was like, I want to do this. I want to meet other mamas and really work on myself. So I know that what you just said, like, um, I think you just said, like, if I don't do it now, I won't do it or something like that. And I know we talk about that a lot. Like, there's never a perfect time. Like, there might be times that might be more more ideal than others. Kind of like you said, Brittany, you know, July wasn't necessarily the time, but October was better. Um, But there is never really a perfect time. I know we talked about that a lot. Yeah, so I know for me, timing was something that I was waiting on. And I don't know if you remember, Dr. Amber, but you and I were messaging back and forth and I was like, things are crazy. And I was just explaining all of the reasons why this wasn't a good time. And then I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna do it because it's not like life is gonna slow down. Things aren't gonna get any less crazy. But I was starting to feel like I was far enough in my journey as being a mother where I had it was time to focus on me and who I was gonna show up um, as. And so I thought it was really important to start thinking about, okay, what does life look like as a mom? Um, Because I don't think I really thought about that outside of having a child. Like even that doesn't necessarily, like looking back on it now, I should have known that life was gonna be drastically different. But I kind of just saw my son as like, you know, my role dog, like he just doing what I'm doing. And, And that's not how it works at all. Um, And so I thought it was just really time for me to just stop and figure out like, okay, what is this going to look like for me? Yep. And I'll never forget that. I feel like I tell this story a lot. Like I know I talked about it in our group, but also like Marjorie, I always remember like talking to you about the group and like literally you were just like, yeah, no, I just have so much going on. Like work is really busy. I just don't think it's time. And then like an hour later or so you're like, okay, I'm going to register. I, this sounds ridiculous. (laughs) And I was like, okay, perfect. But it, it was just so funny. Like, I know your process was definitely like, I think it took you a while to realize like, hey, life might look like this for a really long time. And if I don't make the choice now to do something for me, then when will I? So yeah, absolutely. I feel kind of similarly, I kind of feel like I um, heard of the group and I at the time was kind of going through a lot of changes, new jobs starting and um, different things happening. And it was just kind of like, I don't want to lose myself. Like I know, like I have this job and I have these children, but I don't want to lose who I am as a woman either. Um, So I just need to figure out, I just love the word balance, just balancing, balanced working mama, just balancing it all out and not losing myself. And it just seemed like a great opportunity to do that. Um, For me, I knew a mom who was in the first round and she happened to be a bonus mom. And for me, um, that's major because a lot of times I shy away from mom groups because I get a mom, I get like a mom side eye, like a almost like mom shame because it's like, well, you don't have any children for real. So, you know, so for me, I knew her and I feel comfortable with her decisions that she's making. And I also felt that if she felt safe in a space where she was a bonus mom, then I could feel safe in space too. So um, that's initially why, because I hadn't, I hadn't heard about it. I didn't follow Dr. Amber on social media, but after seeing her post about it, I was like, let me just go follow her and see what's happening. And once I saw the second one, I was like, I'm just going to do it. I don't care. Just, I'll just budget for it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I'll just do it. I made it a priority. So um, that's why I initially um, joined. And I, um, I was following Dr. Amber for a while, actually, and I was seeing the um, Instagram post and seeing the flyer come across my page like several times. And so I actually decided to do the program because 
Um, I also felt like I was in a transitional period. Um, my daughter had just had her first birthday and um, I was like, okay, I got the first year behind me. You know, I'm doing okay. I kind of got a routine going, but um, I wanted to find something that was going to help me make it more sustainable. Um, and like, I kind of felt like after having that first year, um, it was just like, oh yeah, you know, I can do life with the baby, but I just wanted to make sure that I was kind of being a, the best role model I could for her. And so um, I wanted a space where I could kind of grow and like find grounding, I guess, as being a mom. And so I really, um, that's what kind of helped me make that decision. Yeah, that makes so much sense. And I feel like was like many of you mentioned, and again, we talk about this in the group a lot is like, and we even have an activity with it where we like talk about our values, but we kind of like exclude the role of mom because we really want you all to like start thinking about yourselves um, in those other parts, you know, kind of actually, like you said, like, oh, I can do life and be a mom or like Marjorie, you said, like, I had never really thought of myself, you know, outside of this or like, what, who am I now? And I just, I just think that's so important. I think all of you did a really good job of that too. Um, but the next question I want to ask, and this is something I get a lot, like sometimes when I have moms who want to participate, they're like, oh, but I don't even know what I want to work on. So I just don't know if it's right. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I explained to them the process of how we do it, but I would love for you all to speak to how did you decide what to work on and or tell us a little bit more about what you did actually decide to work on. I, that was kind of a tough one for me. I think I came into this thinking I was going to work on physical health, but um, I like to attribute this to Ashley. Uh, she was my first accountability partner, and it was through our check-in with each other that I actually realize like, no, I mean, like physical health, working out is super important. And it's something that I struggle with, but the organization and time management piece has been a struggle since I always say, like, since I was born, you know, I just felt like I've always been like struggling with that. And so talking to Ashley and just saying like, Hey, I think I'm going to focus on something that kind of hits a lot of, you know, the different like wellness points and things like that. I'm like, huh, well, maybe I can do the same with time management, right? So being able to have a routine, being able to really manage my time in a more impactful and positive way. Like I can work out, I can, you know, connect with different people and different supports. And it just, for me, just hit everything. And, and it's so important and key. And I was just like, I have to do this. And I was so happy that, that Ashley was my first partner because I'm like yes this is it so I'm gonna back off of Brittany because mine was the same exact thing essentially it was I thought physical wellness but then it transitions to organization and time management and I feel like if there was like a subcategory like for me it was more of a mind shift like I still am <laughs> disorganized sort of and I do better with scheduling but it's still kind of like everywhere sometimes depending on the day or how I'm feeling um, but for me it's just me giving myself the grace to be okay with that. It's okay that you don't go to bed at a certain time. It's okay that you aren't super organized and everything's not okay. You know, that for me, not having my kids in house is a little bit different because now I'm like in the opposite way. I'm trying to be more of a mom. Like, what can I do? What does my role look like as a mom for them? Because they have, they have moms. Like, so I have to figure out, okay, as a, as a bonus mom, what does that look like? So for me, what I decided was just taking care of myself 
it's going to help my husband and my kids. You know, it's going to help them better because when they need me, when I'll, I'll be ready, I'll be ready when they need something. I'll be ready if we have to take a, a kid on. If we have to do that, I'll be ready for them in that space. Um, so for me, I think it was organization time manager, but I feel like if there's a mind shift category, that mine was more of like a mind shift, just that knowing that I can't be everything for everybody, but that if I take care of myself, it's going to trickle down to my family. Um, and I think for me was that was the most valuable and finding out that I had no idea what I wanted to work on initially. And then what I thought changed and then changed again. Um, so it kind of evolved over time. And I feel like me as a person evolved from that one person who wanted to do everything, be everything to just let's focus on me to just like, let me just change how I think about this. Let me change my perspective. Um, so I think that's kind of what happened for me. Yeah. And I'll say, um, so there's two things I want to speak to before we go into the other mamas. Like um, the accountability partner part is actually something new that we added when you all started. And so it was, you know, after the first one in July, I was like, okay, I want them to have more interactions with each other. So let's try the accountability partner part. And I think that part was super helpful for you guys. So Brittany, I'm glad you mentioned that because that's something new that we tried and we're definitely going to do it again for the next go around um, because you all were able to support one another, not only in the group when we meet with our group sessions, but then also individually on a weekly basis and touching base with me. So it was like an extra level of support that everybody got to receive and that was awesome. Um, but then also Ivy, what you were saying, the mindset part, I, so when I think of Ivy, I will always think about like, just, I would always tell her in our check-ins like, Ivy, you've made so many like new realizations and so many like mindset shifts. And I think that is a hidden part of the program. I think many of you have, you know, yes, we have our wellness goal that, you know, largely comes from um, your, your scores on the wellness assessment or anything else that you want to work on. But I think a lot of you all come out with like, just the way that you're thinking about motherhood or the way that you're thinking about your wellness or yourself or your family, it just, it completely shifts. And so Ivy, I feel like that was super, super powerful for you. Like something that we probably weren't anticipating, um, but definitely I feel like you got some major mindset shifts out of it. That was really good. So for me, I was kind of the opposite of, um, of what Brittany and Ivy were saying. I came into this initially thinking that I was going to find more structure and get more organized about everything. Um, like I said, my daughter had just turned one and I was um, transitioning from bottle feeding to table feeding. And I was like, I need to get more organized and learn you know, how to schedule out meal prep and all this stuff. But after I did the initial wellness um, assessment, and I started to see the areas of my concern, I kind of redefined what I thought I needed to accomplish during this program. And it ended up being really eye-opening for me. Um, it brought awareness to stuff that I really didn't know that I needed. Um, my wellness goal actually ended up being to increase my me time. And included in that me time, I put in my physical health, I put in my creative time. Um, and so I was able to realize that like I hadn't thought about those things outside of work and being a mom, you know, I haven't thought about like, what is it that I like to do for fun? So I literally spent like a whole day just kind of thinking about, you know, what is it that I like to do? What hobbies, you know, what activities do I have? And I really could not think of it. And that was where I saw, okay, that's a problem. So um, I really wanted to focus the time on increasing my me time and increasing that time for myself. So that's how I came upon like what my goal was going to be. 
So for me, I like what Ivy said about the mind shift change, because um, I felt like that was sort of my big takeaway from that. Obviously, that wasn't the, my category, um, but I felt like my original, what I decided to work on was physical wellness and time management, mainly because I um, was put on bed rest very early on in my pregnancy and hadn't got back to being physically active and so I felt like that was really important for me in this whole journey to like start being physically active and like take that part back. Um, but for me, I think it was just a mindset set shift where it's just like, okay, motherhood doesn't have to be just so hard. Like <laughs> it just doesn't have to be so hard. Like, you know, you have to be really intentional. You have to really think about what you need. Um, you have to ask for help. You have to do things that are really difficult sometimes, but it doesn't have to be as stressful. And so for me, I feel like all of those things, the different categories I sort of worked on during that, like I wasn't working on me time, but structuring time helped with me time. You know, asking for help helped with me time. It helped, you know, with the village and all of that. And so for me, it was more of just like being part of a group of moms who are all working and experiencing some of the same things, even though we're all in different stages of motherhood or have different um, avenues, like we really were so similar and we're struggling with a lot of the same things. And so it just gave me a chance to be like, okay, like this is doable, we can tackle this. Um, and so for me, I think the thing that even now looking back is just like, I just feel more hopeful about this being manageable where before I was like, whew, it's going to be a long time before I ever sleep again, which those in my group know that sleep is important to me. So, I mean, I think that was what was was uh, most important about it. I love that, Marjorie. Um, I love that because honestly, when I first was thinking about like Balanced Working Mama and the Empower Wellness Program, like way back when, I was just like, I just want moms to know that motherhood doesn't have to be so hard. And like, yes, there are things that are like really hard, <laughs> like this toddler thing, I know I say this all the time, this toddler phase thing, whatever this is, it's hard. <laughs> um, it's a lot. Um, but, you know, I want us to feel more hopeful. I want us to feel like things can be more manageable. And I want us to know um, what we need to do and also then have the um, confidence and feel empowered to do the things we need to do to make them feel more manageable. And so I love what you said, Marjorie. And I think for me going into it, I really didn't know what I was looking for and the wellness assessment definitely helps uh, narrow it down and maybe give me a better idea of what to focus on. And it kind of like um, what some others said, it's, you know, I thought it was one area. I thought it was like emotional and mental well-being, And that was really affected because of other areas like lack of me time and lack of village support, which wasn't necessarily lacking. I just wasn't asking the right people for the right things. Um, so it was kind of learning just getting several things in order kind of helps lift up all my other categories in, in the end. And I really didn't know what to expect going into it. I just, I just wanted to feel better. And I think um, just kind of focusing on little areas um, helped raise up the mental and emotional well-being, which helped some other areas too. Absolutely. And I know that a lot of you all mentioned the wellness assessment um, directly and indirectly, but that's definitely one way that um, moms get some support with figuring out what to work on. You know, everybody who participates takes a wellness assessment to begin and then a wellness assessment at the very end. And the cool thing about it, I think all of you probably noticed this, is that even though you picked one area to work on, um, 
a lot of people improved in the other areas that they weren't even directly working on. And I think there's because there's a ton of overlap. Like Ashley, like you said, even though your goal was me time, you actually started to do a lot more physical activity because that also was part of your me time for you. And so you noticed that me time improved, but then also your physical activity improved as well. And so there's tons of overlap. And that's what I love. It's like, yes, we pick one thing to work on, but across the board, we see a lot of improvement. So the next thing I want to ask you all is tell me a little bit about what you enjoyed most about the process or what did you find most helpful about the program for you specifically? Um, for me, I think um, the most helpful was just having a space where I didn't feel out of place. Um, I said before, like being a bonus mom is tricky, you know, like the situation is different and being married and having kids and I don't have any biological children on my own at this present moment. Um, so it's hard sometimes to get into mom groups where you feel like they're not looking at you like, oh, you know, and I've had that. I've had that happen with family members. I've happened with friends, you know, like, to be honest, like the support that I received, like going into this was really nice because a lot of my family and friends are bonus moms. A lot of us are. Some of us have um, children of our own. We also have, you know, bonus children. Some of us have only have bonus children. So I had a shared experience with a lot of different family members. And for me, just meeting moms um, and realizing that it's the same kind of issues. Like we're all having a similar experience collectively um, in motherhood. And I thought that that was important for me to see that even though my kids aren't in the house with me, you know, I didn't give birth to them, that I still have similar experiences with other moms who may have bio children. And so I think that was the biggest thing for me, just learning that it's okay to, to be, it's okay for that space. It's okay to have that, um, that support from people. Like you, moms who don't have kids in the house need support as well. You know, it's, you still need support. You need support on all areas of motherhood, starting, beginning, ending, whatever that looks like for you. Um, you need that kind of support. And I think for me, that was big. So I'd say that, you know, anyone who, any, whatever mom's like, if you have a niece or nephew that you adopted, whatever that looks like for you, there's a, this is a safe space for you. Um, and that for me was the most important thing, a safe space for me to come and to just leave it all out there and to feel supported and not to feel crazy or it to be, if I was overwhelmed, it felt okay. Um, and that for me more than anything was just really nice to feel safe um, in the mom space. And Ivy, I definitely, I think I might've said this to you before, but like, I know you, and I know you mentioned um, Ashley in our first group, um, uh, Ashley, she participated in July. She's also mm -hmm. a bonus mama. And both of you all, I just, I thank y'all so much for even trying it because both of you kind of um, talked about, you know, being a bonus mom and feeling like sometimes that you don't belong in the, in the motherhood space or, you know, feeling hesitant about participating in certain mm -hmm other things because you're just not sure how people are going to think or if they're going to view as mom and all that and so I, I definitely I'm glad that this feels like an open space and a safe space for you all and I think we're also going to have another bonus mama in January so that just it just makes me feel good that balanced working mama is a place where bonus mamas see themselves but also I just want to thank you all for um, giving this a chance and joining even though you felt kind of worried or hesitant um, because it it, it's important. So I'm just glad that you were even open to yeah, it. Ashley was the reason why I joined. So <laughs> it just worked. So yeah, that's exciting. So I'm happy I joined. The best part of this process um, for me was also finding community, um, finding out that I wasn't alone, hearing the stories from the other mamas and 
um, getting feedback, that was super helpful. Um, all the encouragement, um, having that accountability, all of those things were really great. Um, the program also was able to give me, I guess, um, empowerment, if you will, um, to be able to be more assertive with my communication with my partner. Um, it gave me the opportunity and like the confidence to be able to ask for things that I needed. Um, and then also a space to kind of release some of that mom guilt um, about not spending time with, um, you know, my, my daughter and having that me time. And, you know, it helped me release a lot of that guilt. Um, I don't know if it was you, Dr. Amber, or another mama, but um, the, I guess the analogy or the, the thought was put into my head that, hey, you know, I need this time alone. They also need this time as um, that day daddy daughter time so you know me taking this me time for myself is actually helping them as well and so i felt like just being able to have a safe space to kind of enjoy that in that that's like the best part of this whole process for me i also think the um, group was probably my favorite part of the process um just hearing from other moms small tidbits like i know megan the first session was like oh yeah i audit my time and like sometimes you think things take, you know, longer or shorter than you think they should. And the first day I did that and I was like, oh my gosh, like, no wonder I'm late to daycare every day. Like, I think it takes five minutes to get from the house to the car and it takes 12, like just small stuff like that. And so I think it's just helpful to just be with people who are experiencing life. Like I always felt like group was too short um, just because I don't know, I just, I just really enjoyed that part. And then I liked the follow-up with Dr. Amber at the next day because it's sort of you know you can kind of think through everything that you've talked about and then the next day you can kind of process that and tailor it to you know what exactly do I need to take from that this week so I thought those two things together um, really helped me to kind of just hone in on the group experience but then also give me a chance to think about okay what specifically do you need to be taking away from that each week so yeah, I definitely have to agree with that too. Just like everyone's saying the sense of community is super helpful. And I think just having a safe space to not feel judged or, you know, no one shaming anyone like, oh, why are you doing that? Like, I think the group really helped me to reframe, like, what is it to be organized? And like, it's not a negative thing. It's not something that takes away your freedom, but it helps you to be you know, the best mom, the best wife, the best human being. And I think that really helped, but also in addition to the group, I think, again, just to echo Marjorie, the talk with you, Dr. Amber afterwards was super, you know, kind of helpful and just, you're such a good coach, you know, like just so encouraging and just to be able to kind of talk through and process what happened in group and, you know, you just really being a supportive, like, okay, now that we talked about it, how can you apply it to your daily life and not just, you know, in group for that hour, which I also agree is way too short. But um, yeah, and also the accountability partners too. Like I really did enjoy being able to interact with every single person in the group. You know, I think it just adds a different dynamic to it and you get to meet people. And again, just know that we're all kind of struggling you know, with very similar things and, and that you have other people you can go to for support. Yeah, I always get feedback that the group is too short. <laughs> it goes so fast. It's like magic. Me and Brandy, my intern, we always talk about that. It's like we start group and then next thing you know, it's done. And afterwards, we're always like, 
it was so fast like what happened so I wish it was longer as well um but also I know that Marjorie mentioned the tip um that Megan gave and again that's another thing I'll never forget Megan and her group became known as like the time management guru like (laughs) Megan you always had all the tips for like all the time management stuff and I know you said that that was definitely a strength for yours and so I just remember always saying telling Megan like you know you're getting a lot out of this but also a lot of people are getting a lot from you too and I think that was such another I think me personally that was something that I loved watching this cycle is like how much you all were able to get from one another and so I just thought I always thought that was so cool yeah I think just the group for sure I mean everybody were kind of on the same page about that that was maybe the best part and then having the check-ins and the accountability partners it was all just very beneficial and just felt very um like organic and not forced, like sometimes those types of things can be. And it felt like a safe space to say something that you, you know, were struggling with that week and everyone's, you know, very supportive and offering great encouragement and advice um, rather than, you know, like no one's in there trying to like impress everybody with like how well-behaved their kids are. Like, it's not about that. Everyone's like, okay, maybe I'm weak where you're strong and here's, um, or maybe I'm strong where you're weak and here's how we can help each other out and just learning from each other. And also just um, knowing, you know, you're saying something or you're you're saying something that was hard for you that week. And it was um, just seeing everybody nodding on the other side of the camera and you're like, okay, good. I'm, I'm not crazy. Like I'm not the only one struggling with this. And that was just, just having the community and just being able to see everybody, even though we were on zoom, just being able to kind of interact, um, weekly and just that was just very that was probably the best part of it for me yep absolutely um so it's been like two two-ish three-ish weeks since we've all graduated and everyone has like participated and taken the last wellness assessment and everyone um graduated and so I think the big question now that I want to ask you all is how are you doing since program her since empower wellness program has ended um for me I feel like I'm lighter. Um, like I said before, my organization still needs a lot of work. I'm still like a mess some days and some days I'm like really organized. It just depends on how I'm feeling or what's happening. But I think in those moments where I was going to get down on myself, where I was going to feel like, oh my God, my day is ruined. Now I can take myself out of it. I'm like, nope, I'm fine. It's okay. I'm just going to do the next right thing. And tomorrow it's going to be better. And if it's not, it's okay. Then I'll just get it right the next day. Um, I think for me, um, I spent a lot of time just down on myself, like in the moments. I just couldn't get out of the moment. So I'd just be upset all day and my whole day would be ruined because I just couldn't get out of it. Now I can get out of it. Now, you know, I now constantly make an effort. Like, okay, Ivy, today is going to be a good day today. Like, you're going to do this today. If you don't, it's okay. Um, giving myself grace, I felt like that was selfish initially. I felt like, okay, if I, if I, maybe I'm being lazy. No. I'm motivated when I'm motivated, but today, this is how I feel. And it's okay to not be okay today. Um, and I think for me, that's the biggest thing. Like I just today, and I just feel lighter. Something happens with my husband or kids or something. I'm like, okay, it's fine. I can't control it. I can't fix it. I can't solve it. I can't do any of that, but I can change how it makes me feel. I can change how I react to it. And I think for me, that's the biggest thing. Like, I, and I still, and I want to work on it. You know, like some days where I feel like I don't want to, I want to now, I want to work on it. I want to do better. And I know that I have support. So for me, where before I didn't feel like I could make a phone, I can make a phone call to seven other people now. 
that I didn't have before. You know, I added to my village. So now I can call someone and like, hey, I need a, can I just, I need a minute. Can I talk to you? Um, I need help with this. Can you help me figure this out? And I know that some other ladies are just going to be there for me and just, just do it and going to help me. So um, I think for me, that's where I am. I'm, I'm good. I'm still kind of wherever I am, but I'm feeling good. I'm feeling um, hopeful that it's going to get better. So I totally feel you on that. I be like, the organization, I'm gonna be very honest. Like last week I was out on vacation. I, I didn't do anything. I did not do anything. And I also didn't feel bad about it. And what you said, Ivy, about just giving yourself grace, like I'm back on it again. I started yesterday. I didn't like, oh Brittany, why did you not do this? And you're horrible. Like it really is like I was on vacation. I took a break, but I can still get back on it. Whereas before. I would try something and then it would kind of fall through and I'd be like, well, that was that. But now I think being a part of this program, I see the positive impacts of being more organized and managing my time. And it's like, no, I don't want to go back to that. And so I really feel more motivated to just continue. And again, this is, this is helping me and helping my family. And so just having that in my mind now is just super like I'm happy, you know, and it's like, I'm, I'm going to give myself grace and space and just keep going. So. I love that. And I feel, so there were a few of y'all that worked on time management and organization. And I feel like that's like a theme for you all, you know, because kind of like, I think Brittany, you and I talked about that, like time management, just like realistically might not be your strong suit <laughs> and that's okay. It's okay. You know, there's definitely strategies and tips that we can do to help you implement. Um, but the one thing I hear both you and Ivy saying is that there's more acceptance around what you're doing. And if something doesn't go well that day, you know, now you can just pick up and try it again the next day. And there's not, there's no longer an expectation that it's going to be perfect because we know that it's not going to be perfect. We can give ourselves more grace around these things. And when we do all of that, we actually do show up a little bit better in that area because we're not so stressed about it. And so I'm glad that that's definitely the case for you both. I have all so um, continue to show grace in my life as well. Um, I have, when I have days that I'm not great at the meantime, you know, I just, okay, we'll try it again tomorrow, um, you know, be able to get over that hump. Um, but I think that I've been doing pretty well as far as creating space for myself and continue to do that in my life. Um, I try to get at least 30 minutes a day to myself um, in my me time, whether that's doing my yoga, spending time outside, reading a book, reading a devotional, just something and having that time. And I think um, I've been pretty consistent with that and I, and I feel good. You know, um, this group has definitely brought awareness to those areas. And I think that continued awareness will, will be good for me, but I just, I feel good. And um, I would add to just having this experience. Yeah, I want to echo what everyone is saying. I mean, I think for me, I do, there are some time management things that I started during the program, particularly like getting up a little bit earlier, not necessarily as early as I was the first week we started the program um, and just kind of planning out my day, especially when I know that I have like a really rough week. Like I was off last week as well and I kind of just kicked it um, and just relaxed. Um, and so, but I knew that like, okay, yesterday I'm like, all right, you got a lot of stuff you need to get done because you know, the next two or three weeks are gonna be really difficult at work with just the end of the semester. And so I think I now just feel empowered to like 
have a plan and execute it as opposed to all the anxiety and stress and guilt and all of the stuff that comes with it. Like you've got to get it done either way. So why not just like breathe and then tackle it. And so for me, I think that's been the best part is just coming up with strategies, knowing that you can do things and just kind of slowing everything down. Um, I heard you, Dr. Amber, just say like, it's not going to be perfect. That is obviously um, something that we worked on <laughs> throughout the time. And so I just remind myself of that. Um, but I think another thing that the program did for me was just, um, you know, I had a very sort of traumatic birth experience and just like short after becoming a mom. And so it also encouraged me to like take the next step to like get into counseling and just like really unpack those things. And so for me, I think it just really set the groundwork for just kind of taking back life in the way that I want to see it. And so for me, I think that's probably the most important part is just setting the groundwork for truly just taking control of my life. I love that. And like we've been saying, you know, an hour is short. <laughs> and also six weeks is also very short. Like I remember when we came on to like the end and we we're just like, how we just started. Um, six weeks goes by really, really fast in the way that I like to think about it. And kind of what it's reminding me of as I'm hearing you all talk is like, you know, yes, we go through this experience for six weeks um, and then it ends, but that's definitely not the end. And there is also no expectation for you to be this perfect person at the end of that six weeks either. It's kind of like a start now. You know, now it's like, okay, now I get to restart and like really walk into my motherhood experience or my journey or my life um, with these new tools, with these new mindsets, um, with, with this new perspective. Um, and this is just the beginning now. And so that really excites me, you know, towards the end, it definitely felt sad, but I was just so excited to see like, okay, well, what's going to happen next for them? Like, how are they going to continue this? Or how, how are they going to be six months from now? So I know I told y'all I'm going to be stalking you all on Instagram and stuff just <laughs> to keep up with everybody and see how it's going. But that part really does excite me. It's kind of like we end the program only for you all to now have a fresh start. And that's, it's refreshing. So last question before I let you all go. Um, so of course, there's going to be moms listening to this on the podcast, and some of them might be curious about the program, and they might be thinking, you know, oh, I don't know if this is for me. I don't know if it's the right time. You know, all these things, all these doubts, all these hesitations that I'm sure that you all experience too. What would you say to a mom who is considering joining the Empower Wellness Program? just do it. <laughs> Don't think about it. Cause I feel like if there's a part of you where like you, you see Dr. Amber's Instagram post or whatever, you hear about it from someone and there's like a party that's like, hmm, like that could be good for me. Like if you're a mom, you know, you're working or whatever, like you just, we all need help. We all need support. And so my advice would be to just do it. If you are even like 20% like, like just, just do it because I don't think I've ever heard any negative feedback about this program. Like everybody has learned and taken away so much. Like it's not going to hurt you. It's not going to harm you. It's only going to enhance you as a person and as a mom. And, you know, that goal is just to find that balance and know, like, are you going to come out of here and like, everything is perfect. And I've work out every day and I plan and I do like no but it's like I don't know it just kind of gives you new perspective and new life and a community and support so yeah please just just do it um for me 
saying that to a mom, I would say self-care is not selfish. Self-care is the first step in helping your family. Um, if you're questioning whether or not this is something that you need for you, you do. Taking care of you trickles down to your family, um, you know, and, you know, for me, on top of that, whatever motherhood looks like for you, however you achieved motherhood, however you got into motherhood, it's a safe space for you. You know, if you want to come, it's an investment. You are allowed to invest in yourself. I'm um, investing yourself means you're investing in your family. I think that's important. I think as women, we tend to have to take on everything, all the world, all of everyone's everything. And it's not fair. It's not fair because we're not built for that. I, my group knows, like, I love analogies. I just, it's the English person in me, but like, you know, I'm going to say this again. Like I thought I was the trunk of a tree and I'm not, I'm not the trunk. I'm not the person who sustains. I have to be a person who just gives into, I can give to the tree. I can provide for the tree. I can help give the tree what it needs when it needs it, but I can't be that for everyone. And so if you just feel like you're just everything for everyone, it's not okay. You need to just take some time to just settle down and figure out what that looks like for you. And this is where you need to do it at, in a safe space where no one's gonna look at you funny, where you're not gonna get judged, where you can just have, if you have doubts, if you have fears, if you're just upset, if you're just sad about whatever that is, you can come here and do that. And you just should do it. You should invest in yourself because everyone else does it. They invest in themselves. You should do the exact same thing for you. And like I said, that's for your family. You're investing in yourself so you can have a flourishful future for your family. So, yeah. Oh, I love that. And I'll just, you know, before the other mamas go on to say what they would say, um, Ivy, I still think you should write this book and it should be called I Am Not the Trunk of the Tree. <laughs> because I just remember that was such a big part in our group. Um, you know, Ivy, I just want to tell this real quick. Like, you know, I remember in the group, you were saying that you see yourself as the trunk and everyone else in your family are the branches. And I, I, I remember saying like, at the time we thought that was amazing it was like oh my gosh like that's so that's good and then as we progressed in the group we realized you know what it's probably not okay for us to be the trunk of the tree for our families because that's a lot of pressure it's a lot of pressure to carry everyone but that's because that's essentially what a trunk does like the trunk has to provide all the nutrients and and make sure the branches get all the stuff from the roots it's it's a lot and so ivy like you said um if any mama is listening and they feel like they are the trunk for the family, um, that's not okay. And we have to really shift that. And Ivy, I know that you did, and I'm so glad you mentioned that. Um, but also I, I love that you mentioned investment because I think as moms, we invest heavily in our families and in our children, but we don't do it enough for ourselves. And that's exactly what this is. It's an investment in terms of time, in terms of um, finances. Um, you know, We might have to like shift some things around in our schedule, but it's an investment for us and it's so important. I echo both you guys or all three. I mean, just do it. It's, it's it wasn't a, a great experience. Um, you will learn something definitely. You'll grow, you'll shift perspectives and it is a short amount of time. Like you will actually see a change, um, a shift in yourself. And so I think um, if you have the opportunity, if you have the means, just do it. Yeah, I think if you're thinking about it at all, then just go ahead and do it. Because we were talking about how six weeks is so short and it felt like it went by too fast, but it's also like six weeks is really short. It's not really a huge time commitment. And so if you're scared of like how much time it's going to take, it's not a huge commitment. It's really not. And, you know, the meetings were so beneficial and go by so fast. Um, I think if you're considering it at all, just go ahead and do it. Yeah, I really just want to echo what everyone else is saying. You know, I think this is 
this can be your first step in taking care of yourself. A lot of times when you're trying to figure out like, how do I break out of this thing that I'm stuck in? You don't necessarily know what to do. And so to me, this is an easy first step is to just say yes and sort of just trust the process um, and know that it impacts you. Like for me, I felt like, yeah, it was really helpful in my journey as a mother, but it also, I'm seeing benefits in my marriage. I'm seeing benefits in um, how I show up at work. Um, I feel calm in general. And so this is an investment in you and like all of the other aspects of your life. And so it's really a bargain um, when you think about like how it impacts you sort of full um, or holistically. So that would be just my advice. I love all of this. So hopefully someone's listening and they, um, you know, are kind of are feeling ready to join. And so I just want to thank you all so much for coming and talking about your experience. You didn't have to do this, um, but I appreciate you for doing it so much. And again, I'm so proud of you all. I know I say it a lot. I'm so proud of you all for making the commitment taking the program really fully, giving it your all. Um, and it, it just really makes me happy to hear how everybody's doing. So I want to thank you all so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Thanks. you. Okay, mamas, I hope that you truly enjoyed that episode. Um, again, I am so happy and excited for the mamas that participated in the Empower Wellness Program. Love the growth, love the development, and also I know that that can be the case for you as well. So, um, Let's talk about homework for the final episode of season two. Um, I have two things that I want you all to do. One, if you have been thinking about or considering joining Empower Wellness Program, I want you to go to www.balanceworkingmama.com. I want you to click on Empower Wellness Program and I want you to sign up because just like the mamas were saying, if you have any idea or thought that you might need it, you do and you should just do it. You know, we don't want you to think about it too hard because what happens is when it comes to investing in ourselves, investing in our wellness, making time for ourselves, we as mothers can easily tell ourselves all the reasons why we don't need this, why we shouldn't do this, why we could use the time or the money for something else. But really, you deserve it. You need it. So now is the time. I want you to go sign up because I know that you need this. If you've been thinking about it, we should just do it. And so I'm excited to help you, to support you. Um, or you can also just hit me up. <laughs> you all know where to find me. Go to Instagram, send me a DM, ask me any questions you have, and I'm more than happy to answer those questions for you. You can also email me at hello at dramberthornton.com. Um, also, mamas, I want you all to really, really connect another mama that you know and love with Balanced Working Mama, whether it is sending her an episode of the podcast or telling her to follow me on Instagram or follow Balanced Working Mama on Instagram, send her a link to register for Empower Wellness Program. I want you to make sure that not only are you getting the support that you need, but another mama that you love um, is also getting the support that she needs. So I know that y'all can do this homework. I um, have faith in you and I'm also looking forward to working with you in the next Empower Wellness program. So as far as the podcast, you all, I'm going to take a little break about three weeks, basically the rest of December, but season three of the podcast will begin on Monday, January 4th. So stay tuned, stay subscribed because we will be back. All right, y'all. Enjoy your December. Enjoy the holidays. And I will talk to you all soon.
Hey mama, thank you for listening to the Balanced Working Mama podcast. If you love this podcast, please be sure to rate it and share it with another mama that you know. And don't forget to follow me and Balanced Working Mama on Instagram. I'll talk to you soon.